All right, so I want to talk about, so here's the thing, God with us. Sadly, people choose to live life with God, without God, you know? But I want to inspire people watching, listening, about the wonder of God with you in your life. Okay, and I want to look at the life of Joseph. So here's Joseph. Oh, let me just pray. So Father, I thank you for, you know, you came. Emmanuel signified the mission of Jesus, that Jesus came to bring God with us. And we pray this morning, Lord, as we look at the wonder of that statement, the wonder of uh, you being with us, God, that it would inspire us as we consider the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Joseph. Now, I want you men who are, you know, men, it's a lot easier for us to relate to this aspect of Joseph. Here's Joseph. He had a plan. Everybody has a plan. I'm sure you guys are putting together plans for your future. You made a plan this morning to come to church. Some of you made a plan not to come to church. But you make plans. You have made plans for this afternoon, I'm sure. Everybody makes plans. I know David was telling me about a plan he has on Monday, that he's going to go get a massage because he feels like he deserves a massage. So, you know, the thing is, we all make plans. Joseph had made a plan because he was a man. And his plan was to marry Mary. And however the courtship happened, whatever happened, Joseph had envisaged a plan with Mary and him doing life. And I know that as I was considering getting married and all those things, and as I've helped others uh, on the journey of getting married and premarital stuff, is that that plan when they're getting married, they're not thinking, hey, this is going to be terrible, I'm going to get married and it's just going to be horrible. No, they go into thinking that marriage, suckers, is going to be this most amazing thing. No, it is, sorry. No, it is, it is, I've got to say. We won't say who said that. But um, I've got to say, my marriage has gotten better and better and better. Hallelujah. But anyway, Joseph's thinking, life is going to be marvelous. This woman is the best thing ever. And then we don't know how he finds out. We don't know whether he goes, Mary, what's that lump? We don't know how he found out, but he finds out that the woman who was part of his plan to have a happy ever after was pregnant to somebody else. That this woman that he was going to do the journey with. And then all of a sudden, his dreams are shattered. Totally shattered. See, he's a human being. Joseph was a man like you and I. Joseph was a man with all the good and the bad and the ugly about mankind. He was just like you and me. And he gets confronted with this uh, dilemma that Mary is pregnant. And so it goes on to say that Joseph began to conceive a plan. Now he knew that when it became public that this could be very damaging for Mary. So he was a considerate, just, kind man to some degree. Because here's the thing about Jewish law, and um, Joseph was a uh, just, righteous man who fulfilled the law, who lived by the law. And he knew that Mary, being pregnant because she was betrothed to him, was deserving of being stoned. It was considered exactly the same as adultery. 
and in the Mosaic Jewish law that Mary and the road she was going to go down was she was going to be quite possibly stoned, put to death by a whole bunch of people judging her and throwing stones and killing her, but he was a just guy. And he's saying, you know, I don't, want that, I don't want to live with this woman. I don't want to live life with her anymore. She's had a baby to another man, but hey, I'll be a little bit kind because I do follow the law because I am a man who believes in the law. And so he puts together a plan that excluded Mary in some way, shape, or form. He was going to put her away secretly. So here's the funny thing. Everybody makes plans. We all make plans. Sometimes we make a plan and stuff happens and, you know, there's this uh, collateral, you know, there's this damage that when you get a dream that you're dreaming and you want to do and you want to live this thing out and then something happens and it kind of just dissolves before you but not, depending on how bad it is, after not long you, uh, you will make another plan. True? Ever had that when you've had a, a dream or plan A doesn't work, so you go to plan B? Man, I have about plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. You know, I love the end of the year because at the end of the year, I can forget about all the plans that maybe didn't quite work out and start to think about new ones because I'm a planner. Do we have any other planners among us? You all make plans. You all make plans. But it is so important when you're making plans what you do. So Joseph, now I want you to imagine, Joseph encounters an angel in a dream. Ever had a dream? Ever wondered if the dream was God or not God? You know, I've had dreams and some of them I think, well, is that God or is that not God? So Joseph has a dream. An angel comes to him in the dream and tells him, hey, it's going to be all good. Marry this woman because she is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Now, imagine if you had that dream. If you had the dream that an angel came to you and the woman you were going to supposedly marry, who you then had made the plan because she had been pregnant to someone else, because plan B was his plan, and then this angel appears in a dream. If that was me, I would be questioning. I would be wondering where that angel had come from. You know, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I'd be thinking, you know, maybe that angel was not coming from God. Maybe that angel was coming from another source. Because he was a human being, my friends. Because he was a man like you and I who has a plan about happy ever after. And then this dream comes along. So plan A didn't work. Plan B, he wants to do, but plan B is starting to get uh, a little bit, I don't know, and he might need to go back to plan A because he's not sure. But imagine the moment or that dilemma going on inside of him about which way will I go. Ever had those moments? See, you're at the beginning of 2022. A whole new year of who knows what, and you, I'm sure, have some plans. And see, this is really important, what you do and how you consider your plans. So imagine if Joseph had gone the other way. 
Imagine rather than Joseph going, you know what? Yeah, that was an angel from God. He goes, you know what? No way. That, that whole thing does not line up with the law. It does not line up with my view of how God does stuff because God, you know, this is weird. It's never happened before. And um, he goes the other way. And rather than marrying Mary, he sticks with plan B. And a lot of people stick with their plan B. Plan B is not the good plan. But imagine if he went to plan B. What would be the result? Would God's plan have been destroyed? Would God no longer be able to send a saviour to the planet? Well, actually God would have because he would have just done it another way. And he would not have used Joseph to fulfill that plan. And Joseph could have felt quite justified because he was a man who understood the law and he knew that because Mary had, had been pregnant to someone else and he was doing the just thing. He wasn't going to you know, throw her under the bus. He was trying to just put her aside nicely. But man, you know. And I wonder how many times we are justified or we make justification for our plans and maybe God's trying to do something another way. Maybe he's wanting to do something another way, but we are justified because we believe and follow the law that we have conceived in our mind about what is possible for God to do. Hallelujah. Kind of interesting. So what would have been the cost? God would have just gone somewhere else, number one. But what would have been the cost to Joseph? What would have been the result? Well, here's number one. Joseph would have not been part of the most amazing, wondrous plan that was about to hit the planet. That he had this incredible opportunity to participate with God and God coming to the planet and he would have missed out. How crazy. He would have missed out. Number two. Number two. Joseph could have well not been saved. Because even though Joseph was a righteous man, the Bible tells me in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, or 26, it says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. See, Joseph needed Jesus to come because Joseph needed a saviour. And it doesn't matter who you are or how justified you feel about your life, and you might even live by a code that you think makes you, am I shouting too much? You might even live by a code that justifies you living a life because you're so good. But everybody, I don't care who you are watching the stream here today, you need a saviour just like Joseph. You needed Jesus to come and die on a cross and you need to take him as the way to your eternal destiny. Hallelujah. Number one, Joseph could have missed out on doing this most amazing and participating in this journey with God, the adventure. Number two, it could have cost him his eternal destiny. But here's the third one. Joseph would have done life without God. Joseph would have done life without God's plan. And see, here's the thing, when you're thinking about making a plan for 2022, when you are conceiving in your mind your plan A, B, C, D, whatever it is, that you've got to understand 
That if you don't submit that plan to God, if you don't include Him in the plan of whatever your future is, then you are choosing a plan without Him. Without Him. And yet we heard some testimonies. We heard Karen's testimony on the piano. Life with God. So they said, no baby. God says, with me, all things are possible. Greg went through a very dark time in his life. But life with God got him on the other side of it. Hallelujah. Terry and his testimony about God bringing his family into his home. And he's thinking, what the heck are they doing here? Jerusha snorts. Taylor does other things. I don't know. God knows. Nicole had the opportunity to help someone who needed to be helped through an operation. But because Nicole had chosen to live life with God, she became a light to someone else. See, life with God is the best thing ever. Life without God is means you're going to do it without Him. And it's going to rely on your strength, your abilities. And friend, guess what? You are a sinner in need of God. Hallelujah. We have another scripture. But you don't need to stand up. The girls prayed, you know, <laughs> um, when we had our prayer before the service, they were really worried that I was going to say something stupid this morning. Super worried. Kaz was like, we need to pray for Keith. Because when I'm tired, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth. Mostly. James chapter 4. This is a great scripture. James chapter 4, verse 13 through to 17 is a great scripture for you if you are planning to go into 2022 with plan A, B, C, D, whatever. And it is a great verse to consider because it's about submitting the plan to God. Hallelujah. You know, thank Jesus that God is with us as a church. How the heck we got through this stuff? Because God is with us. I'd hate to try and do this stuff without him. You know, there are churches that try to. You might think we try to. I don't know. Anyway, James. Now, now listen. You who say, you who are making the plan, you who are considering your future and making choices that you think are going to bring you the happy ever after. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, make some loot, money. Verse 14, why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Yeah, that's encouraging. 
15. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Verse 16. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. Remember, this was written to some Christians and to some people. All such boasting is evil. 17, if anyone then who knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. See, note, listen, you who say, all of you have got some kind of plan. This is for you. This is for me. This is for our church. This is for us and conceiving or considering what the future. This is for everyone. David, it's for you. Verse 14. And this, man, I, I, this is so true. Verse 14. Why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow at the beginning of this year? Did you know what was going to happen through this year? Did you like, you know, well, I, I know all this. I just knew anyway. I knew everything that was going to happen. I knew how chaotic the world was going to be. I knew that lockdowns would go on and on. I knew, and did you know it isn't finished? Do you know what next year's going to bring? Do you know? You don't know. And who does know? There is only one person, one being, one entity that really actually knows this time next year what everything would have gone through. Whatever would have happened. And you don't, but you would, or we would think that we are smart enough to make a plan not knowing what the future is going to bring. Do you get it? See, this is not a scripture where God's trying to kick butt and shut you down. This is actually a scripture that is trying to speak sense to people who are arrogant, who think they can do stuff without God, or are stupid enough to think they are smarter than God, or are dumb enough to think, I I I'm just going to do it, and then I'm going to tag God on at the end. So many Christians, man, tag, it, tag God on the end. I, I do it. You know, sadly, I've suffered the consequence. Anybody know what's going to happen next year? COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. It's not gone away. In fact, COVID is, what is the word? Changing into different types of strains, they tell us. What is it? Morphing. Governments say one thing and then change it as quick as quick. No more lockdowns. No more masks. Today we have masks. Did you see the line of people lined up at the testing station here in Yarrawonga all the way away from Melbourne? It is as long as it's been long. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. And see, that's why I just want to say, say this. There are two things that you've got to take out of the Scripture. If you are going to make a plan 
and you're not going to include God, well, you're going to do a plan without God, without Emmanuel, without his help. And he might risk you at, risk you at the end with all the mess you make. And number two is, why would you make a plan and not consult someone who knows the future? Why would you not want to talk to the one who knows exactly what tomorrow, the next day, you know, whatever is going to bring? I suppose my message this morning is, it's, it's nothing major, but it is out of the Word of God, is that, so here's the possibility. There's, remember Joseph's two possibilities? Possibility if he didn't do God's one and the cost he was going to pay. But if he because he did do it God's way, he, be, he participated in this most amazing adventure. For you, it's the same. For me, it's the same. If I make plans with him, man, I'm on the adventure. I'm on the journey of God with me. I'm on the journey of being like Nicole, of being like Greg, when I don't know whether there's going to be a dark moment in my life. I don't know who around me might bad things happen to. I don't know. And neither do you. You don't know what you might face next year. But he does. But with him, you can get through. Amen? Amen. So my message this morning is submit your plans of 2022 to God. He knows he will guide you even before you knew. It's like but when, with the church thing. We didn't know COVID was coming, yet we, and God, people put on people's, uh, people, people had on their heart to make this building um, good enough to be able to stream. It has been such a blessing to keep streaming. We didn't know, but he knew. And it has been an adventure. You silly people watching. No, sorry. You're part of the adventure. So let's be people in 2022 that make the decision like Joseph did to believe what the Word says and to believe and make the choice to walk with him and his guidance, and tr actually lordship. This is about lordship. Let's do it with him. And I guarantee to you, I guarantee 100% I've given my life for it, is that um, you will win in the end. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to pray a prayer for us. And if you don't know him this morning, if you have been doing life without Jesus. It can change today. It can change at the very moment that right now God is here. Emmanuel is with you in your house. All you need to do is make the choice today and say, God, I want to do it with you. I'm tired of doing it without you. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to do one of my prayers again. Karen loves these and Amy loves my prayers because I don't know where they're going to go. I want you to follow me in a prayer. If you're at home, follow me with this prayer. 
Lord Jesus. Today, I make the choice to live my life with you in it. I bend my will and my knee and submit it to your Lordship. Forgive me for living my life without you. You are the best thing ever, Jesus. Amen.